0: Dear colleagues, welcome to View of the Day, session number six. As you can see, I switched location to do this recording, which is actually not true. I just changed the background of this team recording, but to a place where I would like to be right now, and I'm sure many of you would wish to be there as well, um, in your favorite restaurant, your favorite cafe, and meet there with family, friends, colleagues, alumni, um, and rest assured, that will happen again. It will happen again in a few weeks. Um, not necessarily at the same level like we saw it until the beginning of this crisis, but certainly we will see a renaissance, and it will be the biggest comeback ever when the horeca industry will restart to open up. In Germany, we started a petition, a petition called "Restart Gastro," and I encourage you strongly to have a look at it And maybe to join in as well because we want to make politicians aware that the needs of a restaurant um, Of a small cafe of a small bistro need to be taken care of and secondly We also want to address that. Yes, it is possible to start in a responsible and prudent manner And now I'm back um, to my normal place which you have seen uh, before so in today's um, cause of the, the development we also have seen a significant milestone for Metro, a milestone which um, has been quite demanding to achieve over the last weeks, not only because of Corona, but because of closing such a large transaction like the one we closed in China always comes along with a lot of uh, unforeseen circumstances and challenges. But the whole team has done a wonderful job, a fantastic job. So. To all of you involved in the trends transaction, selling the majority of Metro China to our new partner in China, WuMei, a um, Big, big thank you and congratulations. More than 1.5 billion euros landed on our bank account this morning. And of course, that makes Metro much more vital. Uh, it strengthens our balance sheet and gives us much more room for maneuver in the coming weeks. Today, I have a guest in, in today's uh, session, who many of you know. Um, I typically say he's the one who knew Metro even before Metro existed. Who am I talking about? Um, I'm talking about Eddie, and Eddie has taken over the role as CPO. And first question to you, Eddie, now you, you have taken this role as CPO. How has it been now and a few weeks in the role and certainly with these quite challenging circumstances in the Corona times?
1: Yeah, I believe uh, around mid of March was, was, a, was the momentum where after uh, a lot of intensive preparation and consultation with the teams to onboard everybody, I think it was a not easy period for, for the people. We have said basically we're going to start now the implementation and uh, as the implementation basically started, this was, uh, let's say, where also the crisis started. So if I uh, look back to that period and certainly that momentum, it looks like a, a stress test and everybody know what a stress test means for the banks, uh, just to see either how strong can you be as an organization here to play your role in the global uh, procurement. And it's uh, very clear that uh, after six weeks later, now five to six weeks later, we can for sure say that the integration of the departments and specifically own brand, supply chain and quality. Uh, has been very fluent. It's like being throwing in the water as a, as a global team. And it's very clear that if I look to the intensity of working together within the traditional departments, which we had already, now integrating the new departments and allow me to highlight one, which is supply chain, because I believe the pressure on supply chain and for sure also MIS has been extremely high in this period. i give a few examples later. Uh, so it's very clear that this is the right way of working uh, together. I think uh, also with the communities, bringing together uh, the offer community and the supply chain community when it goes about securing supply for our uh, uh, customers and our stores. I believe that's the the right thing what we have done, and yeah, uh, it's also a very good way forward for uh, for the future.
0: Well, that's uh, encouraging. Now. What has been your your biggest priority in these recent weeks, and uh, what turned out to be the most challenging?
1: Yeah, I think the most challenging, and let me pick from all the areas uh, one or one or two example. It's uh, it's anticipating on, on stocking up uh, common sourced uh, products in specific categories. I believe uh, nobody uh, is not aware on which kind of categories. It was about pasta, about flour, about rice. So, the basic stocking up uh, products while at the same time there was a stocking down, and the stocking down was then on low demand categories. And uh, I believe uh, a low demand category with not too many difficulties, but an important one was wine. So it's amazing how how wine uh, has fallen down on, on 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 the sales side so far that even also the people from the wine department supporting now in other areas, uh, but mainly also on on the IPOs. It's pretty a shock if you go in the last two years on an average, uh, value volume increase from 15 to 20 percent. And now we see this falling down uh, to around minus 50, minus 40, depends a bit, Valencia minus 20, where also then the anticipation comes also on the resources. For instance, in Conquer as it basically we talk on minus 80 percent of the volume in, in a few weeks, some countries close their fish departments. Uh, the majority of the people are on temporary employment. So I think that's an anticipation, which is, I believe, uh, uh, a very a very intensive, intensive one. Uh, a few categories uh, of examples on, on the non-food sourcing side. I'm not going to go too deep in the masks. Nevertheless, uh, the mask was a very nice collaboration model between uh, Europe, between Asia, between supply chain. And, at the end, uh, I'm very proud of the team to brought the mask for our employees, our heroes in the in the metro stores uh, to secure them. Uh, there was the element of uh, anticipating on less to no demand categories in non-food. We know some countries uh, even had to close their non-food departments. So uh, by looking forward, there has been made cancellation and postponement programs from Far East. So I believe that's uh, that was a challenging one, but uh, thanks to the collaboration, pretty well done. And then I come with the yeah, the highlight I mentioned before. Uh, we have uh, transfer of the people have transferred volumes which were basically around uh, around two times what you normally do. Uh, there was a permanently rerouting, closing the border from Italy to Austria, anticipation on that. And last but not least, uh, also we had some uh, confiscations from goods. we had it in Poland, we had it in uh, in Italy. Uh, nevertheless, every time the teams together could find a solution which at the end uh, take secure that the majority of the supply has been delivered to, to countries. Sometimes a bit too late, sometimes a different brand. That brings me to the role of, uh, of the people in, in supplier management, where they're also screening together with the countries, which kind of additional suppliers we can find for, for additional goods, uh, if the normal uh, sources were drying out. Um, and then the last one on the QA side, it's very clear that also QA due to travel ban, due to limitations on visit suppliers, due to limitation on doing audits, that at the end there was a, a stop and go activity defined, and at the end focused on what matters on the moment of the crisis now, mainly related to uh, health and to security in, into, into the countries.
0: Wow, well, okay. Well, quite a lot of stuff happening huh? in the recent weeks and quite a lot of, lot of demanding challenges um, in, in business. Now, when you look at the way how the teams collaborate um, between the countries, uh, the trading offices and here in the center, how, how did that work out and how are people working together in, in this quite demanding time?
1: Yeah, despite, despite that at the end everybody was very remote uh, because people were remote uh, here between each other by nature we are remote from countries, but also if travel is not allowed, you're even uh, more re- remote. I think we had in, in all this uh, collaboration, I think we had one one good element, despite the crisis, that at the end there was a lo- timing, a life cycle timing in the crisis. Uh, China, Italy, Spain, everybody knows the story, later France, other countries, there was always uh, the willingness from the countries that were earlier in the life cycle, uh, versus the countries that came later in the life cycle to, to share experience, difficult experience, to share learnings. And that has been always borrowed with pride without too many questions. So I think that's, uh, that's I believe, one element of collaboration. Next to the playbook setup, uh, the Corona playbook setup, we have chosen in the, in the area to keep uh, a very close contact with the functional communities on QA side, on supply chain side, and, and on the offer side, and also bringing the offer teams and the supply chain teams very close to each other. So there were, uh, I believe, roughly weekly, or in, in some cases, bi weekly uh, community calls where also countries have given best practices, and I give a few one. Of course, it was uh, around Italy and all supply chain effects from Italy in the phasing where first you have normal, then you have stocking up, Uh, Then you have uh, basically the authority measures. Then you have stocking down. And uh, not even mentioning in detail here, of course, the customer segmentation difference between countries, where some countries have then SEO opportunities, some others have less opportunities. But this has been shared. Second good example from France and Spain is how can we, uh, to secure liquidity, also get for non-food stock some consignment uh, put in place. Where we bring, of where the countries bring, basically the consignment, the stocking consignment administrative back to suppliers, which gives air to our liquidity, as at that moment these stocks are also not selling. So I think these are examples where uh, different uh, sessions have been done around on a voluntary basis, but always uh, basically full participation. So I believe that's. To summarize it, I, I believe that despite the remoteness, I think the, the intensity of the collaboration has never been more uh, more close to, to each other. Uh, and I believe when you look to the why there was, I believe, MCC purpose champion for independent business in difficult times. So I believe the willingness from, from countries, whatever level uh, store, whatever its a headquarter, whatever function, everybody just want to do to the maximum extent to serve the the customers either it's done a new showing up SEO which can enter uh, now also the store in some countries or it's basically keeping uh, the Horeca customer alive with some small orders but just to take care for him. I think that purpose has basically I, I believe uh, built also the driving factor for the people to collaborate without even questioning it. Okay
0: now we, we talk a lot about um, the things that just happened and uh, then we all know that the coming weeks will also be quite demanding. Um, for your era of responsibility, what do you think are the, the biggest challenges ahead now?
1: Yeah, I believe what? it's uh, everything we talked until here was about uh, preserve and, and you have preached uh, in, in your uh, leadership session all of these, these two blocks and I believe everybody understood well it was about preserve and now it's about attack. Um, challenges and, and there are many uh, there are many, and I'm not mentioning here, when at the end uh, the authorities give open, uh, again, the timing for, for our whole care business. But I try to stay in my own area. When we look to own brand, it's, it's about securing production capacity. It's about uh, securing raw material. And just one example on one of the articles, very important uh, in the past two weeks, is about pasta. It's about durum uh, Dunham uh, wheat as a basic ingredient. So, we have to see that we get this, uh, these raw materials. When it comes to the raw material around food and veg, fish, meat, I believe with the network we've built up, I- I'm not worried. We have to probably adapt left and right some packaging sizes. This we also did before. Uh, but at the same time, also the commodity price levels we need to watch. Because it's very clear where there is a limited uh, availability and the demand is high, there goes the increase. And the other way around, we're sitting on a bunch of uh, uh, what was once our success story in normal times, the, the French fries, huh? number two in Europe, uh, where today uh, uh, nobody wants to have our fries. So it's at the end uh, monitoring basically production uh, prices and, uh, and capacity. When I look uh, to, to non-food, I believe it's about anticipation of stocks, it's very clear that the barbecue season as such will continue and also is on a relatively normal level. Probably less people on the barbecue, but still the fire is on. Uh, when it goes to the garden furniture, I think it will be a bigger uh, a bigger challenge, uh, certainly for the professional side, but also on the on the mainstream side. That's why we also have decided to do the the new order meeting for next year. To the latest extent, which is the end of June, just to see that at the end we know where we are on, on, on the selling side, um, an area on the on the ordering side. Now we have fantastic uh, forecasting tools, uh, and GDA is one. In the meantime, also countries have still their local tools, but the, the value of the input of the output from what these tools are giving is uh, is, is is not accurate anymore because it's about up and about down, so we have to restore that and also there the team of of Marco and uh, Jean-Philippe is working on that, how we can give some support together with Metronome on that side. And of course, once the whole machine is starting up again, uh, let's say the whole uh, supply chain to bring again all the merchandise where it has to be, which we can say after a few weeks now, things are relatively under control. After hectical weeks, but once basically the the demand comes up again, it will be it will be again volatile. Uh, and uh, one element on the FMCC perhaps we've seen that many FMCG companies have changed their production lines from B to B, no demand to B to C, high demand. So, and I believe we need to do a very strict follow up that the B 2 B production lines will not be started up too late because still the whole B2C machine is uh, running on a, on, a, on a very high level. And to close down with a QA example, we'll have a backlog. A backlog on audit, a backlog of certification, a backlog on elements which we could not do. So the anticipation on that is uh, is there. But I'm pretty confident as all the teams together with the countries are working on that today. And I just want to close with one final let's say, new demand of anticipation, which came today on the table, as Sebastian addressed it uh, to me. That's at the end. uh, They will go out this afternoon to the OMD community and, and offer with all the takeaway disposables. As today, of course, already a lot of Westerns are doing that to a minor extent, but we are convinced once Westerns go open, probably with a lower density, then uh, the combination of running the restaurant with a lower intensity, either on chairs, either on volume, in combination with a more structured takeaway, could also give a lot of air to this community.
0: All right. All right. Well, uh, before we close this session, with all your experience, Eddie, and you know Metro much better than most uh, anyone in the company, with all your time that you spent in different functions. How do you assess Metro's potential for the future, getting out of this uh, Corona crisis at some point, in time of course?
1: Yeah, first of all, I think every challenge has its opportunity, and that's not uh, me finding out. Uh, many people have uh, have told that uh, have told that before. Uh, I believe where I was ending basically with where the team spirit was and the great engagement. I believe it's it's very important that we can continue with this mindset, and and I do not see any reason why this mindset should change now, because uh, let's say the the willingness to serve our customers is bigger than ever. Uh, I believe that's very important. Uh, I've also not noticed in the past six weeks any kind of a negative energy either on on a decision we take together, either on a corporate decision. No. It was to the point, and I believe that's also something we need to learn out of that. Uh, we don't need within the organization uh, any kind of a negative energy. The enemy is outside, not inside. So I believe that's one element. And the second element for me, when you look to January, February, and uh, the transformation from a B2B, towards a B2B wholesaler, I believe somewhere end of February, beginning March, and. I'm not making a citation out of the figures, we all know them. We were in a very good shape. So it was a momentum where really the crisis started, which was yeah, bad luck for us. Uh, but it was like that. But our our status in our B2B wholesale, in our uh, journey, in our purpose to a champion for in the business was on a great level. So if we can continue basically with the same spirit, with the same mindset, with the positive energy from all the teams together, pick it up uh, from here, I'm very confident. We will not be able to uh, to change the position from authorities on decisions. Nevertheless, over the past uh, few days, we've seen many examples that this kind of effort that has been done by many people, and I will not name uh, one here, Uh, either it's in in the different countries, either it's in corporate. Again, this collaboration with positive energy, we are able to move things. Nevertheless, we will be dependent country by country. When can we start? But I believe the energy shift from preserve, mitigate to anticipate uh, to start again is, I think, uh, very well done. So if we have the same energy for the startup, and a bit, uh, a bit tailwind on the timing of the measures. I believe we will have a certain uh, period to bridge again to when will be the normal there, I do not know. But I believe there are many opportunities that coming uh, across and uh, I've never seen this organization in a long time here with this kind of energy of a willingness uh, to, uh, to support our business, to support our companies. So I'm, uh, I'm very optimistic, uh, Olaf. despite we do not have the situation fully in hand, that at the end, country by country, uh, function by function, we will at the end restore to a normal level whenever this momentum comes. Uh, last point, perhaps on that side, I think uh, we need to look for the, the growth opportunities to go back to growth. And at the same time, we need to be alert on, on mitigation if the growth is not coming immediately as planned. So I think it's a question of being very enthusiastic on the attack plan and being very alert on keeping some mitigation spending to balance out.
0: All right, Eddie. Yeah, and let me let me make an observation. I think that the the level of working together over the last weeks um, has reached um, a very high momentum, and um, I see that across all functions. Um, I see that across all countries in the portfolio. And um, that's why I continue to say thank you to everyone involved there. I think we have also shown the flexibility to adjust our business model to the circumstances and to make sure that we preserve the business. And now, as you said, Eddie, I think we have all the good reason to be optimistic that our business formula is very attractive for our business customers, that our readiness um, to take advantage once the restrictions will be released step by step are very good, and our financial profile is uh, very, very powerful So good reason to be optimistic. And as we see that uh, restrictions are released step by step, uh, we will see a gradual return to normal. That will take some time, no question, but it will happen. So thank you, Eddie, for sharing your thoughts. And um, thanks to all of you watching. And keep on doing what you do because you do that very well. Thank you. Thank you.